Bavakama, Perik Vav, Mishnah Vav, 6, 6, the last of the Perik. And the Mishnah starts out by saying, Gates, a spark, Shiatza Metachas, a patish, that leaps out from under the hammer, like the sledgehammer on the anvil. The hizik, if it causes damage, Chayev, the smith, we'll call him, who's doing the hitting of the hammer, who causes a spark to fly out, he will be Chayev. Now the truth is, the Mechlok Sushonim, Chayev, exactly for what? So, Tosos learn. We're just finishing up the topic of Aish. We're talking about fire, and we're actually not done with that. You see, the next part of the mission talks about fire some more, and therefore, we're talking about his chayv for the Avnezek called Aish. Um, and that would mean that we're assuming that there's some other elements coming into play to cause this to cause damage, meaning like the wind comes and carries a spark and or causes it to ignite whatever it lands on. So it's the combination of the action and responsibility of the Smith combined with some other force like the wind. Okay? And that being the case, he's high, but he might be high with exemptions, like he'd be putter from uh, things like um, um, and things that are hidden in, hidden away that wouldn't expect to be wherever got burned. For example, uh, the Ramam learns that here we're talking about um, Adam Hamazik. This is a direct, this is like a person's arrow or something. When you, when you, you can't just start hitting baseballs into the street and then not care where they land. And if they do, it's full liability as Adam Mazik, a person causing damage. Shooting arrows into the street and shooting sparks in the street is the same thing. So if you let sparks fly and something gets burned, it's your responsibility in full as Adam Mazik, which would then include even things like Tamman, even things that are hidden away. So there's a difference, okay? And Machlok has shown them what's going on over here. At all events, the next part of the mission now goes back to a new case, which is Agamal Shahayatawan Pishtan. You have this camel, which is overladen with flax. Flax is very flammable, and this camel is like, you know, overflowing the flax, um, and it's Va'avar Bershusarab. It's passing through the streets. Now, if you think like the Shuk, think like the Arab Shuk in the old city of Jerusalem, for example, we're talking about that kind of street. So the point is that if you're overladen with flax, what's going to happen is um, some of the flax stalks are going to poke into the shops that are abutting the Bershusarab. And that's what happens here. Some of that flax, says the Mishnah, juts in to the shop of some shopkeeper. Now, what's happening inside the shop? The shops, of course, are dark. They have no electricity. And therefore, how do they get light? They have candles burning. If you have flammable flax sticking into into um, you know, a place where there's a lit candle, that's trouble. That's what happened. Our scenario is that the flax on the back of the camel catches on fire, and then the camel now walks, and the hidlika sabira, everywhere it walks, it catches, things catch on fire, because the camel is lighting the place on fire, burning it down. Okay? So it says, Baal HaGamal Chayev. So then, since the owner of the camel was irresponsible in overloading his camel, meaning it's anticipatable that if the camel's overloaded and you're walking in a shuk, there's going to be um, things that are going to catch on fire, potentially. And therefore, it's fully liable. Um, um, but liable for what? So um, these, the the din here would be this is really kind of a, a redo, like a revisiting of that Mishnah back uh, in the second parak, parak based Mishnah Gimel. We had the dog and the harara, the biscuit. Similarly over here, um, so you've got a camel walking through the street that's got like basically got a fire on its back. So that's really the hezek there is regel. Whatever burns up directly, it's like the same as if his you know saddle would rip things off walls and so on. It's an extension of the goof, the body of the animal, and therefore it's regel and it's nezek shalom. However, if the fire then spreads um, from 
but things catch on fire. So that's really going to have a din of tsuroros. Think back to the din that halachal moshmi sinai, that um, things that are a koach, that are caused by a force that's combined with the animal's direct actions, but not the direct action of the animals, like a rock that's flung in to the distance, not from the animal, like animal's foot. Similarly, a fire that's sort of flung in the distance that spreads because of the wind carrying the fire. So that will be chatzinezek. So that means um, whatever the camel directs, directly burns, it'll be nezek shalom for a regal, and whatever it indirectly burns uh, will be just tsroros, uh, therefore chatzinezek. Says the Mishnah further. If the negligent party here is the shopkeeper who put his candle outside his shop, meaning in the street where he should anticipate camels come laden with flax. So then, if the camel catches on fire and starts spreading fire, so then the shopkeeper is liable because for good old-fashioned you know, he didn't take care of his flame properly, it was put in a place where it could be anticipated it will spread, and it did spread thanks to the camels passing by. That's the same as like a Ruch Matsuya, a wind passing by, you could expect. And therefore, the shopkeeper is fully liable. Fainezek Shalom, like Aish. Um, if both were to blame, meaning the camel was overladen and the, and the camel was in the Shusarabim, or even if the camel driver could have done something to stop it but didn't, um, so then... Uh, both of them will share liability, and both the Yechembani, the shopkeeper, and the camel driver both will pay half of the damages caused by the fire spreading throughout the, uh, the area over there. Rabbi Huda Omer, Bener Chanukah Pater. Rabbi Huda says, if the candle in question that was left outside by the shopkeeper is a Ner Chanukah, meaning this is happening on Chanukah, and that being the case, the rabbis said a person should light a candle in a Tefach Samoch Pesach, you know, right at the outside his doorway. And the mitzvah in a Muvchar, the ideal is to have um, the candle low down to the ground, between three and ten tefachim off the ground, that's the ideal, um, right outside one's door. So therefore, he did it with the sanction, the authority, the permission uh, of the rabbis. And that being the case, um, the chenvanobi pater says Rebbe Yehuda. And now, interestingly, um, Rebbe Yehuda is saying he's exempt, even though he was kind of, you know, negligent leaving fire out in the street. And it's only for a mitzvah minavuchar, because for an ideal performance of the mitzvah, because the person could have, you know, raised it anywhere up to, to 20 almost still have a kosher bidi evid um, near Hanukkah, but the rabbi said do it like that's what he was doing. Says Rabbi that's a good reason enough to exempt him. The Chacham, whoever disagrees, the Chacham say, listen, just because the rabbi said put it near Hanukkah doesn't mean you can be right and negligent and leave it wherever it's going to catch on fire. Therefore, no uh, person would be liable uh, for leaving a candle in the street, even on Hanukkah, even though it's a mitzvah, and that will be the halacha like the Chachamim.